it's been a while, and wow, that look was amazing. I know. Yeah, I'm going to get one of these. Good. We have a potentially longer episode, probably yep. like 40, 45, something like that. For good reason. L- lots of good stuff. Mm. We have we have shout-outs, drinks, and great experiences. Would you like to do the reintroduction? Tom? Yeah. What episode are we on? 72. Welcome to the Craft Heads <laughs> Podcast. Uh, this is episode 72 of the podcast where my best friend of 20 years, Alex, and I... Uh, we review craft drinks of sort, cocktails, beers, liquors, wines, sometimes foods, sometimes coffees. And uh, then after that, we have a random topic that we talk about. But tonight's not a random topic. We have a couple trips that the Orvitzes and the Spitalis, yeah. even though that, neither of those are official yet, have went on together. You guys are. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we have two guests on the podcast. Ladies, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Tara. And Tara's a, a, a staple on the show. <laughs> I know, I feel like she's, she's a frequent that. visitor. <laughs> she is. It she's was very boss. easy for Tara. We've had Claire on the, I'm on, Claire. On the podcast <laughs> one time before. And uh, that Maybe was even once or twice, and like floating in the background, right? That where you've just been hanging. But one yeah. time you were on it, and I know the episode was about what makes a good roommate, and that's when we found out about couch flopping. Yes, couch, couch flopping spit up. That's right. Which now is definitely confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm not crazy. It's actually become a meme in the household. I love. Uh, it. I'll sit down on the couch. She's like, "Wow, that was a big couch flop." Yeah. I'm and like, boom. Yeah, you just fly across <laughs> fly the room. Across, yeah. row. <laughs> Believe it or not, we've actually gotten in a fight about it one time before too, because okay. we took cushions off the couch, and I and I was like trying to sit down, but it was a longer fall because the cushions are gone, and I hit really hard. And it, like, kind of hurt, so I was a little pissed off that it kind of hurt. And Claire was like, jeez, you really are a couch flop. And I was like, shut up! <laughs> a, a longer fall is a euphemism for a couch flop. Of yeah, course. exactly. <laughs> I love it. I went from an extremely high distance down. Exactly. Well, do you want to do you want to do a drink first or shout-outs first? We have two drinks, okay. so let's do a drink first. That's perfect, because that will lead me into one of my shout-outs. Okay. Let's do the beer first. Okay. Uh, and do you have the opener? Uh, no. Thank you, Tara. Oh, yes. God. I'm. I'm actually thinking. I have a great picture of Pico in Vegas, uh-huh. and I'm thinking about um, doing a goofy Photoshop picture with him in these bottles. We'll see how that turns. Okay. Out. All right. So this is, like I said, this is tied into a shout out. This is a beer called Shogun, and it is a an imperial stout with coffee, vanilla, and Japanese whiskey soaked. Uh, cherry wood. I'm is, sure that's what it was brewed in or something. Let it age and something like that. Is it pronounced Shogun or Shogun? I don't know. I, I think I think either of those are fine. I know that there's a... There, funny enough, I thought when I first saw the bottle, because there is a martial artist on the bottle, there is um, a guy named Mauricio Hua, who mm-hmm. is a Brazilian. He's a Hua. MMA. Hua, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, MMA guy. In, uh, in the UFC, and his nickname is Shogun. And they always say Shogun. Yeah. And it's, pr- and it's well, spelled like that, too. I think that's the most common pronunciation, and I went for a, uh, a crafty hipster Shogun? pronunciation, and I failed miserably. So... <laughs> Uh, fact, yeah, no, that's okay. That's, that's what this is about. First yeah. of all, fact check that, listeners. Second of all, that looks like motor oil. And I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm taking this one. Okay, I'll tell you where it's from in a second. Okay. Cheers. Wow, that's got a ton of like. It almost has a fruity flavor. A lot for of it. I, I, a lot of the cherry. 
That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a strong fruit on an imperial stout. Tara's over here with her tongue out. Normally, an imperial stout has like a more of a coffee flavor, and I'm getting more of the cherry note. Yeah, that's that's the top note. Yeah, that, that cream <laughs> vanilla. vanilla. It's got tartness to it. Yeah, it's really good. I love it. I don't know exactly what the ABV is. Um, it's nowhere on the bottle. Brewers always put AB, ABV on your bottle. Here, look for it. I can't find it. Is it maybe in Japanese? No, oh, no. So, anyways, this beer, Shogun, or whatever it is, Shogun, comes from. <laughs> Saying um, Shogun. What if it's non-alcoholic? It's alcohol. I remember. I remember <laughs> justifying the price of that bottle because that one, that's a single, a five hundred milliliter bottle, and it was like thirteen dollars or whatever. But that's um, a crafty drink. It, well, that's why I bought it. It is brewed at the Poor House in Tampa. Poor spelled P-O-U-R, which is amazing. Okay. <laughs> for late start brewing so this is late start brewing's beer Mm -hmm. and here's where the shout out comes in uh these guys with a small coffee company uh, a bunch of burly ginger guys with ginger beards literally all of them have huge ginger beards there's a place called ginger beard coffee in tampa and they basically approached the poor house and they were like hey you guys don't open until x time in the afternoon can we run a coffee shop out of here mm-hmm. in the morning and daytime hours. And they're like, sure. You know, I'm sure they have some sort of a financial agreement. But anyways, we talked to, um, uh, I think Josh and Derek are, are like owners or they're there all the time or something like that. And I talked to Josh for quite a while. He was the one that hooked me up with this beer. Uh, and, and also he recommended the beer. Well, I, I saw it. He answered some questions about it, but okay. don't forget technically they just, they can sell the stuff, but they were selling their coffee. It's mm-hmm. in the same uh, establishment. And I also wanted to get some sort of a crafty, crazy coffee from him. And I, there were so many choices. I had menu paralysis as usual. And <laughs> I get that a lot too. Exactly. And I asked, I just said, what's the craftiest drink you had? And he said, the investor special. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, cool. They do like nitro brew coffee and all that. And apparently it's a mix of all of their different nitro brews. Oh. And it has 400 milligrams of caffeine. Doesn't a normal cup of coffee have like 50? Like 80. Okay. So it's and, five cups of coffee. And he was like, this is the limit that you're supposed to have in one drink. And sure enough, I had a meeting with, with my business partner, Jake Kurtz. You've heard him on the podcast many times. We had like a partner meeting right after that. And I was talking a million miles an hour. It, I mean, I talk fast anyways. Yeah. So that was great. Um, shout out to Jen, our friend Jen, who all four of you know. You mm-hmm. met her too, right, Tara? Uh, she told me one time that she went to Starbucks, or not one time, I think this is a regular thing for her, and she gets eight shots of espresso Oof. in her in her coffee. Oh, my. My heart would explode. You would I die. Physi- you might actually have a heart attack. She is a pretty hyper, per- like, she has, she high talks energy. a lot. Yeah, she's yeah. high energy, so I, I don't know if it's because of the coffee or if that's just what she needs to maintain. That's, that's impressive yeah, and I a little agree. scary. Okay, no. Uh, I'll do my other quick shout-outs. Uh, one of them was, you weren't there for it, Tara. I went to an Atlanta Falcons game uh, with a friend who had a friend or a co-worker with season tickets. Mm-hmm. And it was a preseason, uh, preseason game. Long story short, I told him I'd give him a shout-out. We went. We had access to the AMG Lounge, mm-hmm. which is in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Right. And as much as you can drink and eat, and it's all included. Yeah. It's incredible. We've been I'd, to the other side of that what was the other lounge? Because there's the AMG lounge, and then there's also the, the Delta, or the maybe the Delta I don't, lounge. I don't it's on the it. other side of the stadium. Okay. Same exact thing. I'm sure yeah. it's very similar. 
Impressive. Real bougie. Uh, I watched maybe 10 minutes of the football <laughs> game. It was incredible. But anyway, shout out to Evelyn and Ashley. Uh, they were both there and they were fantastic bartenders. The last one leads into our trips. Okay. So, but I was thinking we should lead with your trip. You think so? Yeah. What do you think, Claire? It's a little crazier. All right. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, we'll lead with our trip. Um, Claire and I went to Norway and Ireland. Made a 10-day trip out of it. And Alex, Tara, and the Slice Boys went to Vegas for three days. And they went to, and I was invited as well, but they went two or three days after Tara, or Claire and I got back from Norway and Ireland. So we were just on a different, you know, trying to adjust back to the time and right. everything. So there was no no. I can relate chance. to that. I would have loved to, because I know you guys had a good time, but so did we. And um, it started out with, what, what, first of all, what were the cities we went to? Uh, well, we flew into Oslo, and mm-hmm. then we had one night just, like, near the airport, and then flew right to Ireland, so we did Dublin. And just a day in Dublin. Just a day in Dublin. And just a day in Doolin. And just a day in Doolin. And the, two, and the difference between the two is one is on the east coast of Ireland, and one's on the west coast of Ireland, cool. right? Is mm-hmm. Dub- Dublin's more landlocked, maybe, or is it actually on the west coast? Yeah. We're not sure. You guys have a fact checker on this yeah. podcast? Some, somebody come on. We, we need, yeah. a, we like need to hire mean, an intern yeah. to just fact, fact we check. Need a, we need a Home craft intern. Yeah. Yeah. So that covers the first three days. I mean, I'll get into the details a little bit more. Um, so we went from Oslo to Dublin to Doolin. Um, and then we went to Bergen, which is on the east or west coast of Norway. And it's like this, uh, it's the second biggest city in Norway, big fishing town, lots of spectacular views from like mountaintops and stuff. And then we, uh, so that covers six days. On the seventh day, we went through the fjords. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On the seventh day, we went through the fjords. Like we actually took a, a trip called Norway in a nutshell. It's like kind of what you're supposed to do as a tourist in Norway, where you take a train to a bus, to a boat, to a train. And it takes you from one end of uh, Norway to the other end of Norway. And we ended, or we stopped for one night in the middle at this tiny little town and stayed at a goat farm. That doesn't have any goats. That doesn't have any goats, but it's a... How does that work? An old converted goat. It used to be, and then they changed it into a B&B. Fair. And uh, then the next day we woke up and went back to Oslo for the final. You didn't say the days. name of the city, which is half the fun. Okay, the name of the city is Auland. Ooh. <laughs> so it's it's spelled A U R land. Yeah. So we began like asking people, oh, how do we get to Arland? Sure. Right. You know, like the Americans. shitty English, <laughs> yeah, Amer- specifically American pronunciation. And Norwegians had no idea what we were talking like, about. Like where? And we're like. Arland. Arland. Yeah, you don't know Arland? They're like, like Arland. And then... Like, uh, close to Flam, you know? Like, yeah. still trying to uh-huh. give them some hints. And they're like, oh, oh, Arland. Mm. <laughs> they're like vomiting your face. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty... The Norwegian is really beautiful, but at the same time, it's a lot of... Like guttural sounds. <laughs> yeah, that so then amazing, we were though. on a mission to perf- perfect the pronunciation. Yeah, you should. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, that. try to say it. No. Try to say it. Auland. That's pretty good. Auland. Auland. That's what I know. Auland. And I was like saying it to the to the bus drivers and they started understanding me and I was like, yes. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying Ireland. Yeah. Yes. Real fucked up. And now I've told people about my trip and they're like, oh, Ireland was your favorite because 
Ireland was yeah. like one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, you were actually saying it to people? Ireland? Yeah, and I've been telling them the story. And they're like, oh, Ireland? And I'm like, no, Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I love it. It's like you have a stroke. Yeah. So we'll, we'll continue the joke throughout the night. Ireland. Um, so the highlights of the trip were, were... Dublin, you would think, would be really cool. We went to the Guinness factory and we kind of blitzed through the, the Guinness factory. You know, people were going on the tour. Blitzed. Uh-huh. Like, we, we laughed got blitz. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. This was like our first drunk night, and we really didn't get drunk for the rest of the trip. No. We just got really yeah. excited that we were at the Guinness factory. Yeah, totally. And by the way, since we've talked about the Guinness factory, people keep telling me, oh, did the Guinness taste different at the at the Guinness factory? I didn't notice any difference in the taste. Did no, you? but I'm not a frequent Guinness drinker, but no. Right, maybe you would. Well, yeah, um, I mean, I don't know if I would, but I am a frequent drinker. Of everything. <laughs> and Guinness <laughs> specifically. Yeah, okay. My only interjection here is that I feel like any beer, if you're drinking it fresh from the spout, it's going to taste different. Right. Just any any beer yeah, is going to taste would, so much better. That's what why would Guinness be any everybody different? kept yeah. saying. They're like, oh, how did the Guinness taste? And I was like, the same? It like, tasted, I didn't, tasted good. It tasted yeah. like Guinness. So, anyways, we did the Guinness factory. I had the best oysters of my life mm. in the Guinness factory. That makes sense, actually. I guess geographically where they are. That, number one, Mediterranean oysters, they say, are really good. But number two, apparently, oysters and Guinness just go really well together. Oh, that sounds awesome. We should do an oysters Tonight? Guinness trip? <laughs> We're going to Kimball House. Are they going to have Guinness, though? Probably. Sure. They Maybe. definitely have oysters. I don't okay. Know. Well, we ended up... Uh, getting hammered at the Guinness factory Sweet. and then just walking to pubs all around Dublin. And um, it was fun. I mean, we had some, we had a couple bad food experiences, really. Yeah. Not I, like bad, but they just wasn't the best. Yeah, it wasn't the best. And I haven't been drinking, you know, for months. Yeah. So it was a rude... Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, Rude, and welcome back. Yeah. That's that's. I don't want to say the UK in general. That's probably not fair. But I know England specifically is notorious for terrible food. Yes, terrible. I think just like the. I think Bland. it is UK. It is very is it like UK. Okay. Well, we got fish and chips. UK. My fish and chips weren't amazing. Yeah. Uh, she got a burger and it was horrible. <laughs> Actually, works. horrible. Ooh, oh, we yeah. got a good story for that later. Oh, okay. Oh, okay yeah. Good. Um, so, anyways, we woke up hungover in Dublin and drove from Dublin to Doolin, which is a three-hour drive. And, and they're like one-lane roads. Uh-huh. And, um, and I was driving stick shift, and I was on the, the opposite side of the car. So the wheel was on the right side. I was driving with my left hand, and you're driving on the left side of the road. Claire's hungover, sleeping, and not talking at all. So I'm like just – I have to pay attention really hard for the next three hours and take us to Doolin – which we got there sooner or later, but it, that was like an experience in itself. Yeah. And we got to see the Cliffs of Moher, which is probably one of the most beautiful sights in the entire world, I yeah, would say. Yeah, we're really lucky because we at least had like 10 minutes of clear views of the cliffs. Which That's awesome. I think is pretty rare. And that's good, like fog and stuff like fog. that. A lot of rain. rain. It's Ireland. It rains Obviously. all the time. They ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> People ruin everything. Yeah. We, we joked about that when we were traveling too because we frequently complain about people and it's like, we're part of the problem. <laughs> We're also tourists. That's Continue, true. though. I never liked feeling like a tourist. I was telling Claire that. I like to mm. feel like I belong right away. Yeah, of course. And so feeling like a tourist, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't want anybody to know. Yeah, exactly. I think you could tell, though, where we were. Well, the, the, we were very exotic breeds. Yeah, that's true. Amongst Norwegian. You're both darker skinned and dark hair. Like, I could blend. Actually, both of us could. We easily could be 
No, Claire. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Claire, Tara looks like a like a Scandinavian woman. That's yeah. Why he's, that's what he's saying. Oh, right? you said like, blend in. Blend yeah, in. I thought you said yeah. different. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, and and I would too, mm-hmm. UK in general. But uh, yeah, that really turns me on. You Irish like a, Scandinavian. You look like a Scandinavian woman. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Warrior babies. Oh God. Viking. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that went there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> tangents are great. We had um, a really great meal in Doolin, and we actually stayed at a, at a house, a B and B, where the lady was. Who? What was her name? Uh, oh, I want to say Susan. I was saying. Shout was, out to Susan. Yeah, made a really nice meal and coffee. The Daily House is the name. For yeah, the Daily House. To stay how's in how's the coffee up there? <laughs> well, so the funny story about the coffee. I woke up the next morning, and she was like. Don't press the coffee. It was just a press coffee, uh, French, French, French press. press. Okay, yeah. that's and good. She was like, "Don't press it too hard," and I was like, "Okay." And I went in there and I like didn't, I didn't press it fast, but I had some force behind it in the coffee. And we were staying at the house with like probably ten other guests, and there was a few guests at our table, and the coffee just like exploded everywhere, all, all over the table, and I, I felt like an idiot. Nice. She warned you. Yeah, she did. <laughs> felt like I felt dumb. Flew to Bergen after that. Uh, we drove back to Dublin, flew to Bergen. Uh, that was where Claire turned 30. Nice. Shout out to Claire. Happy belated. Thank you. We yes. got you covered, though, on the day. We did a shot. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to Claire. Yeah. And video. I, video. I, I, I sent them the text about how we had lost our luggage. So oh we flew from Dublin to Bergen, and they left our luggage. A low light of the trip. A very, yeah. very low did you, light. Did they the wind trip. up recovering it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Within 24 hours. Actually, yeah. it was within, like, probably 15 hours, really. Yeah. They had got it We got it the next day, but... Mm-hmm. You guys could have lost it all together. That would have been terrible. Right. Yeah. Anytime people, like, tell me they're going to Europe or have been to Europe, they say, I lost my luggage at some point along the trip. It's... It's kind always of, you have Europe to be, area. You have to expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but you have to be braced for it, I think. This is actually the second time it's happened to me, because it happened okay. to me in Iceland, too. <laughs> yeah, I remember, th- I remember that, because yeah. you had to buy clothes. Because uh. you were, like, freezing your ass off, yeah. if I recall. I was telling Claire, because she was really down, I was like, just buy some clothes and the airline will cover it. But it was also Norwegian air, so that's not a not U.S. Delta. based. Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't totally sure. Yeah. But, anyways, Bergen... Beautiful, 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 beautiful sights. Uh, went up to the top of the mountain, overlooked the the city. Lots of water. Had a great dinner for her birthday. A um, lot of good street food. Uh, we got Thai a couple times during the trip, and that the Thai the Thai food in Norway is really good. Yeah, if you guys are wondering. And then we got on Norway in a nutshell, which was a train to a bus to a uh, boat. That took us through the fjords, like I was saying. And some of the most spectacular views I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, I I will recommend the trip just for that. Yeah. Because we... And I'll show you guys some pictures at dinner. Uh, we just kind of floated along the river and just took... And everywhere you look, there's just, like, waterfalls everywhere. Just flutter, flowing down into the valley. And just hundreds and hundreds of people just kind of all... You're, you're all struck by the views, so... That was definitely our struggle. All right, good one. Thank you. Yes. Good enough. <laughs> Speaking of, that's what we, that's how we got to our our struck in Ireland. Yeah, our struck. Our. I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, that, that was nice. Honest. That was nice. <laughs> um, we got a beer at the local microbrewery there, and then uh, went to Auland, which was the go farm, and then Claire and I were just kind of tired of eating out and trying stuff so we just biked they had bikes at the 
at the beginning. That's amazing. Yeah. And we just biked to the market and biked along the fjords. Biked to the, to the fjords to the market, picked up some food, ate, and ate at a waterfall. We and just stopped at a waterfall. Yeah. That probably wound up being one of your favorite parts of the trip. I bet it was great, except I got bit by a lot of bugs, and I I had like really. 15, they were like tiny little bites oh, that were it. itchy. Yeah. And because we were like sitting on a wooden uh, bridge, kind of eating, mm-hmm. just eating our food, and ended up going back home. We just like laid in bed at the goat farm and watched some TV. But uh, yeah, I got bit up like crazy. Mm, that's it, annoying. It was kind of annoying. Yeah. What else happened in Auerland? Got back on the boat, went to Oslo, and then had went to a spa. For her, this was like Claire's birthday gift for her thirtieth birthday. We went to a spa and it was better than Jeju, because yeah, sure. I mean more expensive than Jeju for sure. <laughs> uh, get what you pay for. Hopefully. Anybody is allowed to be naked. You can be completely naked if you want to be. So, male and female. Male and female. That's cool. In public, public yeah, sure. at the place. So like fifty percent of the people were nude. Fifty percent of the people you and you have to buy their swimsuit if you want to be covered. Yeah. To, if you want to maintain your modesty as as a couple of them said <laughs> yeah whatever but uh we went and we got a couple did massage. you get swimsuits yeah we did okay <laughs> i was, I was we curious if you maintained your modesty. Wanted to maintain we, our modesty we did but we were also nude a lot of the time too. yeah because the thing is is like you still bought the swimsuit but you couldn't wear the swimsuits in the saunas Oh, so you just had to like go up to the sauna door, take them off, and like be in the sauna with people and be naked. I would not give a shit. Yeah, I'd, I'd save the money, but that, maybe that's just like my inner. Uh... Was this all co-ed? Yeah, everything was co-ed. Ooh, yeah. Not the different... locker rooms. Yeah, but, besides the but locker rooms. Besides all, everything. Yeah. 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 But uh, the thing I, I wouldn't would... like sharing you. That's exactly what I was gonna say, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Me all titties out. Yeah. How would you feel now, about like, that? Now, uh, like, just if it were just me and you weren't in the picture. Let's let's or rock if it was and roll. me with just girls. Sure, yeah, that's crazy. That's it. but you know by comparison, I think Americans are like prude in that regard. Mm-hmm. Like I think most other countries, especially overseas, they don't give a shit about that. Yeah, like they anywhere. Clearly, do yeah. not care. Yeah. <laughs> There's quite a few people in there. We're like, or at least Europe. I, I should I should specify. It is interesting to think about. You know, like I have friends and things that are much more open, and some are like I've grew up pretty modest even and i wonder if that has something to do with like the way you were raised or how like open Mm -hmm. your parents were or Mm. what because it it is interesting like girls changing in front of each other some don't care some do yeah Mm. but i wonder like what it is in somebody that it makes the difference well for a tangent because the show is all about tangents (laughs) i remember going on beach vacations as a little kid and like for me i was raised you should have your clothing on to cover certain parts of your body. And, like, that's just what I was raised I with. hear your mom saying Yes, that. okay. <laughs> so we, we would be at the beach, and I'd, we would see other children our same age, like, height, whatever, but they're naked. Uh-huh. And we'd be like, Mommy, Mommy, that kid's naked. And she's like, they're probably from Europe. Like, <laughs> no, whatever. It's and, true. like, there's just little kids running around totally naked, and I'm like... For some reason, that hit me as I'm like, okay, that's weird because I don't run around naked. Mm. Like, why are they running around yeah, naked? And, it's, and you just and said... It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's how you're raised, yeah. It's just yeah. different, yeah. I, it's it's funny you say that because I do remember the whole, oh, it's a European thing. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah. almost like a saying that we that Americans grow up with. Like, oh, it's a European thing. Then even like amongst your friends who change in front of each other. I, totally. Like, it's not European descent, you know, that like makes the ones that are the ones yeah. that change. Anyways, different strokes. Yeah. As so we all, it's always an interesting say. thing yeah. I've always thought. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> damn it, uh, at this at this place, 
which was called the well, by the way, the spa. We end up getting a very interesting massage by two men, actually. One one guy for Claire and one guy for me. I would definitely rather have a guy. Completely nude. I love it. Yeah. It was so so we <laughs> we got, and it's called a hammam, which is a very, it's a Turkish thing. Turkish, it's yeah. a Turkish ritual where you uh, go into like a cooler sauna and then you go into a hotter sauna and you and you scrub your, yourself to prepare yourself for this hammam massage where it's it's not like a, a typical massage where they like you know deep tissue ish yeah. kind of thing what they do is they put you down on a hard marble table and it's uh so first of all we get in there and it's two guys and i was like i thought this might happen yeah and so and and like we laid there and both of us completely knew and they start uh pulling out like what they almost like were uh rinsing bubbles on you they had a they had a towel that they would uh, let bubbles run across you, so you're just in a bubble bath on a table, but there's no like water; it's just bubbles all over you. And then they just kind of rub the bubbles into you, which is, sounds weird with a towel of some sort, but it was very relaxing. It wasn't like t- deep tissue, as I was saying. It's just coverage of bubbles. I'm gonna get into a CHP topic here. Okay. Were you face up or face down? Both. Both. Were you ever aroused at any point? No. No, no, I was, no, no, no. I'm, I mean, not for any weird yeah. reasons. I can just be like, that's... I, you never me. know what that thing is going to do, you know? You don't have any control over it at <laughs> the end of the day. It's so true. Trust me, I what it felt It could great. be a horse's ass, and I'd be like, oh, this is great, you know? <laughs> and the guy was really, the guy was really cool. He didn't, like, treat me any differently. It was a European thing. I guess it's just, you know, they just... Was he, uh, was he, like, Norwegian or yeah. Turkish? Norwegian. Cool. Actually, the guy doing Claire was probably Turkish. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause he yeah, was, I never... We should have asked. Yeah, I didn't get He was darker complexion, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. anyways, they expunge... I keep wanting to use the word expunge. They expunge bubbles on you. I'm just going to act like that's okay. Just, just roll with that. And then and you do it on your back, and then they flip you over. And he did put a tiny little square towel, and that's how big my pee-pee is right there. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And he just goes... And lays it over top, and like, That's and so he like cool. holds it up to his eyes so he can't see, and he like puts it down over over my. And then at the end, he pulls the towel away, and he just starts. Oh my god! <laughs> Two are freaks. Yeah, yeah too bad this yeah, isn't are. video. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll do that someday for a special, like episode one hundred or something. I, yeah, someday we probably will. Yeah. I imagine. Anyways, I, I know we're getting really deep on this. That's we cool. had we had the hammam massage, then we had a regular duo massage where it was very american covered and everything and then i had a float and claire had a facial so nice we really you know went balls to the wall with this uh with her spa trip that's a big really birthday happy. yeah, yeah, yeah. She had, you gotta do that you had a great one i had a great one and then back to and then we came home that was it that was our cool. that was our trip that's I a good I, finish i hope i summarized it well did i miss anything no I think you covered it all. Okay. Well, if, we, if anything else pops up, obviously you'll know about it within the next few hours. Well, how about while I prep the listeners for Vegas, mm. you pour the next drink, which Tommy brought from Norway. Norway. And it's Harrowhorn Pink Gin. Yeah. They actually have a regular white gin, but I've had so many different gins. I was like, oh, pink. Let's get that one. Well, I see two words on there that are important for craft heads. Small, Small batch. batch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of cool uh, botanicals that they included. Mm-hmm. It, they actually so we saw at, when I where I bought this, uh, which was at the airport, tax tax free, duty free, whatever. Um, <laughs> but they were doing Hendrix, and they have a new seasonal Hendrix out that has a um, 
a uh, a flower. It was a, just a bunch of botanicals, I think. So good. Yeah. It was like the best Hendrix. Yeah. And Hendrix is already my favorite it, gin. It's good anyway. So it was especially good, and that got me in the gin mood. So I got Harrowhorn, Norwegian Small Batch, Pink Gin. Nice. I know you love this. While you're pouring it, I'm going to, instead of like trying to s- sprinkle them in with the story, here are the shout-outs. Uh, at a... Was it, a, it was a roulette table. Yeah, it was definitely a roulette table. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the dealer called at a roulette table? Is that's you know what I mean? It's not a croupier or whatever because that's craps. Right. Um, well, that's the stick that they use. Okay. Do they call it that person the croupier? I don't know. I'm uh, gonna call him the dealer. Um, let's call him uh, the table host. Yes, <laughs> he's the table host until Claire tells us otherwise. Yeah, what about the chipper? Because he's dealing with. Ch- no kidding. Chippendales. So, the, um, the... Who was on the trip with you? Let's say that first. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. We went with the neighbors, the Slice Brothers, James and John. And the day after we got there, friend uh, Rimjob, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Rimby, got there as well. And th- he was there for the majority of the time with us. He left a little bit early on the last day. So, for, for all intents and purposes... It is? Croupier? Croupier? The person that mans the roulette table? That's another one I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce. I'm going to go with croupier (laughs) as like a shitty American English. It might be croupier. I don't know. But anyways, so thank you, Claire. You're welcome. Cheers. Let's shoot this. We're shooting the pink gin. I will sip it. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's easy. Very. It is, I noticed it's 38%, so it's not quite 80 proof. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's... Small differences make make a big difference. Croupier. Croupier. <laughs> nice. Claire's on point. I love just just figuring figuring the stuff out. Am Thank I the new much. intern? You might be. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm poor. The pay is very poor. I oh. tell you. And by that I mean nothing. Uh, yeah. So free drinks. That's true. Anyways, at the the one, I'll tell my my amazing story. But at the one roulette table, uh, there was. JC from San Francisco. And oh, I left CHP business cards all over Norway. I forgot to mention it. Good. I'm, yeah. w- I'm watching for some Norway listeners. Yeah. <laughs> there, and she was a lovely lady at the table with us. There was Matt from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh. And then we were both like, Ugh, and nobody gave a shit about the rivalry because who does give a shit about that? And uh, there was also Ming, who was the croupier. Mm. And he... Ming treated me very well. Was he Fresh Boy? He was the opposite of Fresh Boy. Oh! Fresh Boy knocks you hard. This guy treated me very well. Uh, I also played the best blackjack that I've played, me personally, with Hong. Hong was amazing. Oh, his name's Hong? Yes. Larry Hong. And (laughs) he... uh, I I was up 45 bucks on that table, but John took your money and did great things with it. I'll get Mm. there. And then I had one really bad gambling experience with, and, and I hated this. This was toward the end of the trip uh, on another roulette table. And it started off well with the one guy, and then they switched groupiers. And I'm always like, you know, when they switch <laughs> dealers or whatever. But I just, I hung with it. He, he was like a sourpuss. He just didn't seem like he, he was in smiles. No, he was like kind that. of a shithead. And then on top of that, I was sitting next to this younger blonde girl. She might have been five years older than I was or something like that. Really, really nice woman. That's another weird CHP topic. I never know what to call women. Girls, women. women you call ladies. them women. I, listen, I, I get that. Tara like, felt very strongly about that. <laughs> yeah, cool it. 
But (laughs) (laughs) cool it, woman. Let's say there's a female human. Let's take a. Let's take a. I know that's an obvious woman, but let's take a quick tangent. You might call um, an 18 year old male uh, a guy, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't call an 18 year old man a boy, ever. You would never do that unless it was like in a con, maybe in a condescending way. (laughs) But like, think about it this way. If, if you met, like, a new girl at college and you're 21 years old, be like, yeah, I met this one girl. Mm-hmm. Young lady. <laughs> but nobody says that. Oh, I say that. All right, wait, hold on. Do, do you get my point? Like, yeah, the whole, I, I totally Boy and girl it. are not equivalent, even though language-wise they are. I we think... have... Go ahead. No, you go first. Okay, okay. We have the perfect expert for this at the table right now. Yeah? HR, Claire. Oh, well, that, <laughs> that makes her the imperfect. That means it's it's correct in quotes. Well, that's... that's I'm off the What clock. you're asking for yeah, is... <laughs> it, not, I like that. Yeah, don't make her work. It, I, I agree. I'm with just you. pointing out the inconsistency. It's it's one of those weird language nuances where the complete opposites. There's a boy and girl. There's woman and man. Guys they do not are acceptable for all for ages, everything. For all age ranges. Then there's gal, but that's sort of like a more she's my gal niche <laughs> thing. Niche. Yeah. yeah. All I'm and then pointing you guys out, can be. All, all I'm yeah. pointing out is boy and girl have different age references because you would never call. A twenty-year-old kid, a boy, unless you were being condescending. Whereas you'd think nothing about it, like, oh, you know, this girl, yeah, or you're eighty, or that, or yeah, that. you don't call an eighty-year-old woman. It's an eighty-year-old woman. It's not an eighty-year-old girl. Yeah, obviously, it's a twenty-year-old girl, and e- but maybe a twenty-year-old even, woman. Even okay, wait. Let's... I think it depends on perspective because when I can remember being like, say, ten years old. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm a girl because I'm a ten-year-old child. I'm it, whatever infant. When you're looking at someone and you're 10 years old, it's someone who's 27. That person would be a woman to you, more of a woman, because she's so much, oh my God, she's almost 30. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just crazy. <laughs> and then, like, you know, a young, like, like a 10 year old boy looking at oh, someone. Oh, you just stepped in shit. Like a 10 year old boy looking at someone of 28, 30 years old, they're like, oh, that's a man. Yeah. And then you get to that age and you're like, Wow, I still feel like I'm 20 years old in college. I think it's totally different. Uh, I think it's your perspective as a person. I am acknowledging some 80 year old women and their husbands. Their husbands might say, "Oh, you're such a beautiful young woman," or "Beautiful (laughs) young girl," and they say that cutely. But it's like to us, it's like, "Oh, she's 80. She's like old hag." I am acknowledging you as a female are a woman at age 18, the Mm -hmm. same way that a boy becomes a man at age 18. You know what? I'm saying that nobody says that. Here's what it is. It, it's directly related to mass. Mass. And I'm not saying I, weight. I, I'm saying just oh, mass. Yeah, like size. Size of a person. I I, I think what there might midgets? be something weird to that. Yeah, what do you call midgets? That. Little people. <laughs> okay, that's, that's no we're talking about. Completely different realm there. So there was this woman at the table, and... <laughs> She was, was little. No, she was a normal sized thirty something. Oh, we're getting woman. back to the Vegas. yes. Okay, we are, and it was a good tangent though. <laughs> we, we were doing well, and she came, and she and I were like sort of following each other on bets, like where we were putting chips. I love doing that with people. It's like a weird camaraderie thing, and we were doing well, but this guy, this Lewis asshole croupier, he he was he was screwing up at one point. He didn't pay her. Mm-hmm. On one of her, like she had chips all over. Like it's one of those things where she maybe hit a group and yeah. a single, and she only got paid for one of them. That's the tough thing about roulette. It's really hard because people can play like forty different bets. Guess what? Time. That's their fucking job. Yeah, yeah. Like you need to l- know how to pay that out. And right. and I, for the record, 
I've done a lot of gambling in uh, in Vegas at this point, and you know, at various casinos. I have never experienced what I saw. Mm-hmm. Twice he did not pay her. Did she? She didn't say anything. No, she did. She was like, "You didn't pay me yet," yeah. and like she wasn't even like being a bitch about it. Like mm-hmm. she she was up like validly upset about it, mm-hmm. and it was just blowing my mind. But anyways. That's the one girl that I didn't give a CHP card to, and I'm still regretting it. But I know it would have been such a good story, because she even said, she's like, I'm glad you were here to witness this, to see that I'm not making this up. And I was like, I know, I've never seen this before. Finishing the shoutouts. There's only two. Uh, there was a random bubble tea place called Seven mm. Leaves. That was something that we needed in... It was like our oasis in the desert because we love bubble tea. Mm-hmm. And Seven Leaves was awesome. And there was a guy working there. His name was Modesto. Mm-hmm. And he seemed pretty jazzed about CHP, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like I told him about it and everything. He brought... He's like, I'll subscribe right now. He brought out his phone. He's like, this is it, right? And I was like, dude, you're you're my man. So thank you, Modesto. Um, that was... It was great meeting you and talking to you. And there was another guy at a place called Spirits and Spice where they had homemade small batch... Uh, different spirits, liqueurs, uh, spices for the kitchen, olive oils and stuff like that. And his name was Bear. And he specifically said Bear like the animal. And I was mm. like, I love it. So, anyways. Never heard of a guy named Bear before. A guy Bear named Bear. Yeah, or those. Woman. Yeah, women, females. <laughs> lady. A lady named Bear. Uh, I ran out. Chicas. So then, anyways, those are all the, the Vegas shout outs. And just, uh, just get, to give a recap, we had five days, four nights there. We stayed at the Venetian, which is the sister hotel of the Palazzo. They're part of one. They're part of the Venetian Palazzo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd been to the to the Palazzo two years ago for business, and I wanted to just see what the other one was. The decor is different. Everything else is the same. Layout, all that. And I explained to everybody before we got there. I was like, it's almost hard to leave because they have everything you need there. All the gambling, all the restaurants, spas, and everything like that. But we had a fantastic time. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think we went too hard the first night because we were all pooped. The first night that you get to Vegas, if you're on the East Coast, you are a corpse. Well, I mean, yeah, because 1 a.m. is your 4 a.m. That's exactly <laughs> right. You are ready to, like, die at, you know, Midnight. 9 o'clock. <laughs> it's especially 9 o'clock their time mm-hmm. because of the fact that, you know, you're traveling. It takes that. It's a four-hour flight, mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit more. But anyways... Uh, that whole thing, we had a, we had a pretty uh, mild night, and then Pico joined us, uh, our friend, and I'll call him our hookup out in Vegas. He joined us on the next day, and he spent a lot of time with us as well. Um, actually, that first night, he took us out to Red Rock, which is like a... I, I Red Rocks? Yeah, I don't know what to call it. It's not a park. Oh, is that it's, like the old school? It's like school? an overlook. No, no. It's it's wilderness. It's like a wilderness park. Let's almost. call it a national park. I don't okay. know that it's a park. But you, it could be a state park. It's not too far outside of the city, and you're, the city drops off. You are driving. There are buildings. There are establishments and residences, and all of a sudden, you're in the middle of the desert. And I'm not kidding. It's like a somebody it's a line, chopped yeah. it off. Did you guys go to the Hoover Dam again? Yes, oh, okay. I'm getting there. Okay. But uh, Red Rock was incredible. Some really wonderful vistas and everything. And we even told other uh, Vegasins. I don't know. Whatever the <laughs> demon. Vegans? Vegans. <laughs> whatever the demon in, uh, for Las Vegas is. We even told some of the other ones, like, you know, various servers and things like that, what we did. And they were like, that's really awesome that you didn't just, oh, you know, gamble and whatever. Like, you saw some of the really cool stuff that's out here. And it, and it really was. It's just absolutely beautiful. Pico's really good at that. Oh, he's he, a great he, is. He, he took us to uh, he took us to the grocery store to get like some essentials, mm. and he took us to the liquor store so that we didn't have to pay CVS's and Walgreens. They've jacked stuff up like fifty percent, you know. Oh, wow. And it's amazing that you can still get liquor there, but you know you're gonna pay 
convenience uh, fee of like fifteen dollars. Yeah, I can't remember the one thing I wanted to get, but it was a normal bottle that's like twelve, and it was like twenty some, and I was like, Oof, yeah. you know. So, anyways, it was overall it was it was fantastic. Um, we got to we did like a we did a lot of pool time on the rooftop pools, which I didn't get to do last time because mm. I was working during mm-hmm. the days. And even me, a ginger like me, I was I turned into like a like a lizard out there. Yeah. I would just. You know, I, I put my sunscreen on and I wore my bucket hat because sunscreen on my face is anathema. Uh-huh. Like, I just I just won't do it. Okay. So the bucket hat. Wait, hold on. Word of the week. Yeah. What? Anathema. What is that? I've used it many times on the podcast. Really? Yeah, it's it's something... Do I always comment that no, you're using No, you it? never have. Oh, okay. It's something that you just, you absolutely detest. It's like mm. poison to you. You just hate it. Okay. But uh, also a Seinfeld reference. Um, anyways, slab, I slathered myself up and I would just... It was like a three and a I half foot pool... Yet. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. And we're getting sexual sexually Craphead podcast. And the water on the roof is on these rooftop pools, it's cold. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just cool. They it's keep they keep chilly. it cold, mm-hmm. but it's amazing because you just stand in it maybe up to your waist or whatever, and like the bottom half of your body feels delightful and then you're roasting in the sun, but you're still okay because you're in that water. Mm-hmm. And dude, I would just sit and stand in that water. I'm not kidding, for like an hour. Was everybody there? All you guys went there? Yeah, we... Yeah, James wandered off. Uh, he went and... He did a lot of He found a rock actually. climbing wall. Oh, of course and he did. A, <laughs> there was like a, a spa, yeah, and had all these different rooms. So you have to ask James about his spa His new nickname experience. is Spa Boy. Spa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, he was with us, but he was also doing some other stuff, just being John Boy. And Sometimes then, he would go back to the room and code, which was great. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was like... I'll be damned if I came to Vegas and I didn't get a, at least a little bit of color on my body. And she sure did. It was nice being able to tan and not get bit by mosquitoes. That I leads sure me did. into my next comment about Vegas and the desert and heat. I'm going to start calling out every single person who talks about the desert in the Southwest. And they're like, and I say, oh, it was 110 degrees. And they're like, yeah, it's a dry heat. Mm-hmm. First of all, most people who say that have never been to the de- to the desert southwest. First of all, second of all, it's still really fucking hot. And as a matter of fact, I I've, I've, I did a lot of thinking about it while I was out there. Humidity is not a big deal. Like we're made of water. Mm. We are creatures of water. That's what our bodies are made out of. And it's like humidity is better for us. Mm-hmm. When you go out there, you can die. It's <laughs> It's that hot. And, yeah. like, I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I loved it. But I would take, not, uh, in terms of, like, what's hotter, I think, I think 110 in the desert is worse. It's hotter than 90 and humid. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear it from anybody that it's a dry heat. It's, like, the dumbest expression in the world. That yeah, shit, it will kill it. you I mean, out like, there. think about Atlanta, 90 degrees, and we think, wow, that's a hot one. 110 is 20 degrees on top of that. Yeah. 20 degrees on top of it. But you're losing all of your it's body moisture. So you're fine in the humidity because it just stays on you. it's midnight, 2 a.m. Yeah, Here's crazy. the big difference. I, this is personally what I think the big difference is. Is Florida humidity, you can go into shade and it's still going to feel super fucking hot. Yeah, that's true. In Vegas, if you go into the shade, it's going to be comfortable because you're not getting hit with that water. You're like, okay, I'm in the shade. It's probably like 10, 20 degrees yeah. cooler. And you're it's like, still, oh, I can handle it's this. It's still hotter to me. I've, yeah. I've experienced both, and this is this is my take on it. Like people, Just my opinion. People go, dry heat. I'm like, no, it's just heat. Honestly, it's just really, really hot. You're in the middle of a desert. we walked by any kind of fountain... 
or like mist. water mist, whatever. It James makes will it, put his head in. It <laughs> makes it cooler. The air is just so much cooler. Like yeah. we were standing next to the Bellagio um, because we wanted to watch the one fountain show. We went. And we were standing there and we were roasting, roasting, roasting. And then you see Ocean's we start to 11. do it. But then when they start shooting off these huge cannons of water. It drops by like it, 20 degrees. It drops the temperature yeah. significantly. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's like that feels so great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, my, yeah, my challenge to, to those of you who have said this and never been to the desert, don't say it's a dry heat until you go out there and you're just going to be like, yeah, it's it's like hot. It's like hell. It's just, I, again, I love hell. it, but it's just, I, I'll, I, I think humid 90 is not as hot as 110 mm-hmm. outright. It's just, it's insanely hot. But, uh, and, and the main time that we really got blazed in the sun was, yeah. I, I wanted everybody to see the Hoover Dam. Nobody had seen it, and it's. I delivered. 1 PM. It was it was as amazing as I promised. But yeah, oh, we yeah. were there at one p.m. Hot. in the in like arguably the hottest part of the day. Mm-hmm. It was one hundred and ten degrees and not a cloud in the sky, and you are cooking mm-hmm. like neat. It's mm-hmm. wild because like you're standing there and you're you 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 yourself feel like absolute shit, and you're wearing shorts and a tank top, and you have a big thing of water and. Preferably, you have a hat and some kind of sunglasses for your eyes. But, like, imagine the people that were building that hanging on scaffolding with no water, yeah. in long pants and shirts, whatever the hell they had to wear, in that heat on top of it. Like, oh, my God. I, I couldn't imagine. Eight, I would kill myself. 18, no, no, not 18, I'm sorry. Um, 1931 to 1935, I think, that's when it was built. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm that's telling, during the Great Depression, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's what They worked 363 days a year. They got two days off. They work seven days a week, however many hours per day. You get that is one of those places. It's like as an as an American to appreciate everything that we did and during that time and like expansion into the West. That is something so worth seeing. Maybe that's my way to get Claire out to Vegas. I know she's not a it's huge so Vegas cool. fan, but why are you not a big Vegas fan? It's just you're not. I know you're not a, a huge gambler. You like poker though. Yeah, I like gambling, I like the shows, and I like the food. What's wrong with Vegas? I don't like the pool parties, I don't like the clubbing, <laughs> okay. I don't like we didn't, the... You we didn't, didn't do, we any, don't of do any of that. We didn't like go to a pool... excessive drinking. Yeah. Claire, we didn't do any pool parties, we didn't do any... Um, what was the second thing just there? Clubbing. Thank clubbing. you. We, we didn't, didn't do, do any of that. 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 stuff, that looked like the crap. Like, only... I'm not waiting in lines and being shoulder to shoulder and a bunch of shit on vacation. No the way. The only annoying night was when we actually went to see the Bellagio Fountain Show. Because we're walking, and I'm the type of person... Down the street. I don't like being impeded by a herd of humans standing in front of me. Like, I want to be able to get to my Same destination here. and not hey, have you affect too. my pace. Like, we get out of my way. fast, though. And so, like, I'm, we're just trying to walk fast and get around these people. And it's just it was so annoying. I'm like, get the frick out of my way. Yeah. And then it's like, and then, oh my god, we're walking back um, from the Cosmo or whatever. Yeah, Cosmopolitan. And, um... There are these street walkers, I'll call them, that are like, you know, these women that are just dressed in like scantily clad. Yeah, yeah, titties out, asses out, like dressed like dominatrixes, whatever. But titties had, on the glass. I don't, well, I had a, a dress on, I had cleavage, whatever. And like, there was a pair of them, and one of them turned around, and go, they like, oh, I know who's the naughty. And I'm, I was with Alex. And I just glared at these women the entire time they were speaking. And she to said us. to me, she was like, she was "Do you like, need some toys yeah. to discipline your Do woman?" You want to or something? Spank her? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Or is she gonna be the one spanking? And, and she like made direct eye contact with me for like ten seconds, and I just 
glared at her and I didn't blink. I don't even know and exactly she, like, what I she said to me. I heard her back on, like behind us because I was like stomping away from people. And she's like, geez, it was just a joke. And I'm just like, <laughs> have more respect for yourself. But whatever. Hey, she's probably yeah. making fucking hundreds of dollars I would, a night. I would, like, also, hundreds of dollars. I would also say like you're in Vegas. Yeah, you're like, in I Vegas. don't have a problem with it. I mean, yeah. it's like if you go there, it's Sin City. You know I what I mean? I think it's the also it's like people so many people trying to be something they're not. Or... That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you go there with the right intentions and it's like, I want to be extravagant and have crazy meals and gamble, you know, because I only do this once every two years and like live in this amazing opulent hotel. Like that's, that's the perfect Vegas thing. And if mm-hmm. you have another idea of it, that's totally fine. But I agree with you, Claire. I know what you mean. There are, there are a lot of people yeah. who, who use it for that. We had so much fun. Like we would go to breakfast and get like a pastry or, or a coffee or what the hell ever. And we'd be on our way back to like the room to either get swimsuits on, whatever, get ready for the day. And we're like, oh, you want to throw 20 in the uh, uh, Godfather yeah, machine? Like, it's, it's like, hey, so yeah, easy. we'll just sit down right here at 8 o'clock in the morning and, and put $20 bill in the, the Godfather big, the machine. The big slot machine was the Godfather yeah, the Godfather. Fiendle. He treated us well. He, we, we actually got a lot out of that. And I have yeah. to talk to Did you about Did he give you a gift you could not refuse? Yes, and he played clips with that too. It was so I am. Much I, I have to tell you uh, off air. Uh-huh. Because I think I actually figured out a tactic with slot machines. Oh. And I swear to God, it's repeatable like 9 yeah. out of 10 times. We, we actually got onto something and we're like, okay. And we tested it. Claire's mom, she has, she's got it down. She, Claire's mom and CJ's parents. Don't are the, tell anyone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what the tactics are. I, they just, they, those are the, the, those people, CJ's mom, CJ's dad, Claire's mom, that just have really good luck with slot Either machines. Either they know what they're doing. And I'm, t- I'm telling you. The thing that I was doing was repeatable, but uh, the the last two things, uh, like two of the biggest nights for us were well, it happened in the same night. I think we went out to for a huge. I, I told everybody, I said, "Why are you here? You have to buy one Vegas ribeye. Mm-hmm. It's the best piece of mm-hmm. best cut of meat you'll ever have. You know, better than any fillet you'll ever eat." And mm-hmm. I still stand by that. And did, did it live up to it? I had Go one little. piece of Alex's. I ordered a Wagyu beef burger uh-huh. that came with. Uh, it had bacon on it. Yeah. And what was the cheese? It was a, it was a crafty cheese. Crafty. And then it had like monster crafty. It had the, what is it? The lettuce and the tomato, the fixins on the side and fries. But that was the best burger I had ever eaten in my entire oh, life. Really? I mean, it's wagyu yeah. beef. It should be. Yeah. But we had we had six people there, and there were five ribeyes and one wagyu beef burger, <laughs> which is fine. But the everybody else was like, okay, yeah, Alex, this was totally worth it. We yeah. we had our big extravagant dinner, got the Vegas ribeye, uh, and they were, and we went to Delmonico Steakhouse, which uh, that's that's that was, in the Venetian, right? Or, uh, no, it's, in the it's, in that, it's in that little thing the in between. Club. Okay, and that, that was where I went for one of my business dinners two years ago. So I, I knew it was really really good. And then the that same night, because all six of us were together, and, and Pico was there too, so it was seven or was that six? Uh, the four of us plus Remy and Pico, six people. Six. Uh, we went to a roulette table, and I was the hero of the night, and I was really excited about it. <laughs> I took we had our we had our pot that we had been saving uh, over the past like year, just from random things like the neighbors and I and Tara. We would put a couple bucks in here and there, and make random bets. We had two hundred dollars saved up, and right off the bat, we were like, "All right," because we were going to do all two hundred. I said, "Let's take one hundred, put it on on a color." And um, I think Brady from the last episode, he wanted me to put it on red, but we had a consensus vote. Red nine. We went on black. We mm-hmm. put it on black, immediately doubled our money. And I was like, you guys, let me just, I got to roll with this. Yeah. And I turned, I had the best gambling run of my life, and it's never going to get any better from a, per, a percentage standpoint. I turned $100 into $460. So 
It was. I mean, it was just hitting. Hey, quick math. One four hundred and sixty percent. Three hundred and sixty percent increase, right? Three hundred sixty. Yeah, total. Sorry. Right. Yeah. 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 So it it was easy. So much fun, and and I hit red nine three times, which is my number. Mm-hmm. That was. I kept on saying, "Oh, I should add another, you know, a couple bucks." And I was like, "No, it won't hit again." And then it hit again. It, no, it won't hit again. I hate it. But I, it, I can just picture you as soon as it hitting, turning around, and all. Of you yes, guys I, that's what it was. Everybody yeah. was there. It was yeah. so yeah. great. And then the uh, the last really cool thing that we did on the trip was we we did go to to Old Vegas um, down on uh, Fremont Street or Fremont Avenue, whatever mm-hmm. too. And I got to see the wallflowers play mm-hmm. live, which they were never huge. The, if anybody remembers the 90s, they had the song, A One Headlight, The Difference, Heroes, and then there's like Sixth, Sixth Avenue something. Played in the car for me, because oh. I'm sure once I hear it. I definitely, right. yeah. But One Headlight is legit one of my favorite songs. It's like a formative song for my childhood. It's, it's still to this day, is one of my all-time favorite songs. And it was really cool. To, and this is Jacob Dylan, or I'm sorry, this is um, Bob Dylan's son, Jacob Dylan. And they never achieved like crazy mainstream success other than those those few singles. But um, I wonder if those songs have carried them, like set them for life. Probably. I, I, well, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it like set them for life, but they definitely made you wait for it because they played they played for at least an hour, which is great. It was a free concert right mm-hmm. on Fremont Avenue, and uh, we had a lot of fun. But a lot of people with us were like, "All right," and at least I had Rimby on my side. He was like, "Dude, I'll stay for one headline." I told everybody else. I said, "You can." walk around do whatever i was like i want to see them play this song live because it would be really cool and finally they saved it for the very end and he even said y'all have been so patient tonight he did one headlight and then they finished with uh the difference but uh that was an amazing time and then we went down the street to toward the flaming praying mantis that they have there uh and literally breathe flames got some pizza from that same place that we got pizza were from. you there yes oh no way yeah okay so that was um evil, evil yeah evil yeah. pie or something mm-hmm. like that e-v-e-l it like, was really good it was amazing yeah. and this time i got rattlesnake meat on my pizza i looked at all of the different pies and this one was like rattlesnake meat i was like obviously i'm getting that <laughs> obviously so did i cover all the highlights yeah, I think you did. Other than the one annoyance of us always getting carded at the tables because of John Boy's baby face. Dude. I still think they're trying to crack down on something, but it was so annoying. They they did that occasionally for us, but you and I didn't have any problem with that. It was like everywhere we went, it, everywhere they carded we went. all five, four or five people. And it was Honestly, like, holy shit. It wasn't just, it wasn't when we were only with John and James. It happened when you and exactly. I would just sit down at random it, slot it machines. Wasn't, and, and you know what else? They even, in this again, this was a new thing. They were like, you know, you can get a wristband, and you can go up to the security desk and get a wristband, and, and mm-hmm. they change every day, so that way they won't card you. Mm-hmm. Tara did it on one day. I was like, I'm not wearing a wristband. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm, I'm not at a, I'm not at a theme park. I, like uh, they can come over and do their jobs and check my ID because I don't give a shit. I would rather waste their time. I'm not gonna wear a wristband. So well, I, I feel like the wristband's kind of cool, actually. I <laughs> see. It. I liked the idea until I had to wait in line, mm-hmm. and these two poor souls couldn't figure it out to save their life to just look at my ID real quickly and say, oh, sweet, here you go. Here's your ID back. Here's yeah. your wristband. I had to wait for 15 minutes yeah, I was while no this guy was typing on a computer. And I'm just, I just wanted you to say... You kind of look like, like a terrorist, so... You do. Just, like, spot on. <laughs> Anything else, honey? Hey, I, can, can I end it with this? Yeah. This, we've been talking about this for a long time. 20 years of our friendship mm-hmm. and that the way we were going to celebrate is go out to a nice dinner with our gals is this it Let's, this is it bro 20 years. 20 years congratulations we're shaking hands right now we made congratulations it. i love you i love you too man all right let's do it let's go get some food